0: And I'm going to record this talk, um, and then I'll stop recording when we get to the Q and A and discussion <clears> there. <throat> for those of you listening online, hi, welcome. Come join us live sometime
1: for the Q and A. It's a lot of fun, or maybe it's fun. So the place I wanted to start the talk is. Related to the meditation we just did. And something I said at the end of two weeks ago when I was here. One of the ways that we know the difference between being caught in
0: or identified with our desires or being more in a state of mindful awareness,
1: one of the ways that we know is in our relationship to discomfort. For a lot of us, the habit pattern that takes place through the day almost unconsciously is to just resist discomfort don't wanna feel uncomfortable. And there are a lot of ways that we do that. We tense our bodies. Or we tense up against unpleasant sensation. It's,
0: we feel less sometimes when the body tenses, or at least
1: that's its hope. <laughs> feel less of some things, more of others. We distract. We
0: kind of leave the body completely, sort of reshift the attention into the realm of thought and turn down the volume on the realm of sensation.
1: Or we try to arrange our physical environment to make the body feel better. Those are the three ways that are coming to mind. There might be a few others that I'm not thinking of at the moment. And so many of the desires that arise in the course of the day that we get
0: caught up in start from this basic automatic reflex against the physical discomfort that we're experiencing right
1: now. Sometimes it's the physical discomfort of exhaustion. And we
0: just have this habit pattern of denying exhaustion, working past exhaustion, pushing our boundaries past, right? Because there are all these desires, I wanna get this done and have to get this done.
1: So we just, we suppress, we suppress, we suppress, we ignore, we distract. Sometimes it's anxiety, it's the tension in the body, the undercurrent of fear
0: that we're living with, that things aren't gonna be okay, that we're not gonna finish what we need to finish, That People don't like us, you name it. I mean, anxieties are limitless. But they create a tension in the body that's actually quite uncomfortable.
1: It doesn't feel good. It's unpleasant. Just like exhaustion creates an unpleasant sensation in the body. Resentment. Sort of brewing anger. Brewing misanthropy, brewing... Uh, hostility also is unpleasant in the body. It's kind of a gritty raw feeling. At least for me. Maybe it's different for you. And then wanting itself. The desires themselves actually often create unpleasant feelings in the body. Intense yearning is often not very pleasant. If anybody remembers back to their last intense, unrequited crush, it can actually be an excruciating experience. It doesn't, it doesn't feel good. And often, right? if you think about those things, tiredness, anxiety,
0: hostility, wanting, often the ways that we try to get away from the body are one of those ways. Especially the wanting. Some new desires arise. Oh, the body's uncomfortable. There's so much anxiety here. Maybe if I go get an ice cream, maybe if I Maybe if I finish this, maybe if I get this done, maybe if I just work a little bit faster and get to the end of the day, then I can feel better and then I can finally relax. We add an extra layer of stress to try to get to the part where we don't have to feel bad anymore. And thus this snowball of our whole lives begins. We have all these short-term and medium-term and long-term desires, and there's this forward momentum that at some point, I'll get to the end of this whole big mass Of things, and then my body will be a place that I can come back to and inhabit, and it will feel
1: nice, and I can relax into it. And it's it's a Ponzi scheme. It's rigged. It doesn't work. And so, one of the simplest ways to start unwinding that pattern
0: is to just give the body permission to feel kind of crummy right now
1: and actually learn how to relax into discomfort. One of the simplest ways we do that is to cognitively just start to
0: remind ourselves this is not a problem. Feeling uncomfortable is as human as it gets, right? In any given moment, something's itchy or sweaty or tense or too hot. Are too cold, right? Yes, there are like intense physical pains, right? I don't want to discount that. There are experiences of, of, of real suffering that need to be attended to immediately, right? Get medical attention if, you're, if your body is injured or sick. And sometimes there's intense traumatic pains that need to be worked with skillfully. We don't just rip open the lid on those, but we, We do move towards them, right? The process of healing trauma is gently and softly moving towards
1: that which is uncomfortable, right? So even that it's done a little differently, but it's the same thing. And actually for that matter, often healing physical pain, right? Requires getting comfortable with some discomfort.
0: I have little kids and teaching them to hold still while I pull out their splinter, right? It's an exercise in this lesson.
1: You know?
0: It's going to hurt more and then it's going to hurt less and then it's going to be okay that it hurts because the splinter is not there anymore. It's a hard thing for a four-year-old to get. And it's actually hard for us to get
1: in all the other permutations of that pattern. And so even right now, right, as you sit here, what's it like to just let the body soften and be
0: okay with some of the discomfort of sitting in these
1: chairs at home or in this room? So let it be not a problem. Anxiety can be particularly tricky to work with in this way because our anxiety
0: cues itself off physical sensations. There's actually a bi-directional relationship. When things feel fast and flustered in the body, our mental anxiety increases.
1: And when our mental anxiety increases, things get more fast and flustered in the body. So sometimes we actually have
0: to really sort of put some energy into coming into the body and intentionally softening it and reminding ourselves that this is okay. Sometimes at the beginning of these sessions, most of the people arrive at 6.56, 6.58. And then there's this sort of like four minute period where we're sitting here, maybe we say a little bit, maybe we don't. And I often notice sort of an uprising of discomfort in the body. It's just, it's social anxiety. There's people here and I'm not sure what they want
1: or what they expect, what I'm supposed to do or what they're thinking of me. It's uncomfortable. And so often our training is, what am I doing wrong? Or what
0: do I need to fix? Because this feels pretty uncomfortable. And actually mindfulness says the first step to that is just like, just relax, like relax into the discomfort, not relax the discomfort away. Just
1: let it be here for a sec, hang out with it. And from a very rudimentary neurobiological perspective, this is not,
0: I don't have advanced degrees in neurobiology. I've taken a couple graduate courses, but from a very basic perspective, When we do that, we shift out of the part of our mind that's very reactive and into the part of our mind that can assess and consider options. So when you start to make space for the body to be uncomfortable, when you don't habitually react and say something just because that awkward silence is generating too much discomfort,
1: then you can actually think, huh,
0: we can just let it be quiet. Oh, actually, there's something I've been meaning to tell you, right? It can be a, a
1: slower, easier way to respond to life. Exhaustion. Getting comfortable with exhaustion in the body has actually been one of the
0: most like, profound practices for me over the past five years or so. It would have been the past 10 years, but it took me five years to even realize that so many of the unhelpful patterns in my life were arising from a a dread, actually, of the feeling of exhaustion. When that feeling of being drained and slow would start to arise, first, there would come in this total fear that things weren't going to be okay. If the body was tired, there wouldn't be enough energy to meet the needs of the day. And it was sort of Everything was careening towards failure. So all this quick reactivity, all this fear around exhaustion. And then the mind found that if it could gin up some desires, if it could find something to want, there would be a different kind of energy. I now think of it sort of as like cheap fuel, right? So I could get some energy by reading the New York Times or going down some rabbit hole on the internet or you name it getting into an argument those are ways but they were actually burning energy in directions that i didn't even need it to go (laughs) but it kept me from feeling exhausted in the moment so the mind just perpetuated that pattern and then of course the sad thing was the argument would end or the rabbit hole would cease to be interesting and then the body used even more energy not directed it skillfully to the things that needed to be directed with, and was faced with an even more
1: intense feeling of exhaustion And the way to unwind this was just to get comfortable with feeling tired.
0: And then when the mind could sit with that, just like, ooh, that is, this is unpleasant. I'm feeling it, right? I am exhausted, right? It's unpleasant. And the mind can then skillfully say, okay, what needs to be done? Like, what actually do we have to do with the little bit of energy we have? And what can we let go of? What can actually wait till tomorrow?
1: It starts to slow the process down. The part of the mind that has wisdom can come online. And what I like about this practice of opening to discomfort
0: is sometimes we don't have the cognitive ability to identify all the little desires. Right, that's one way to practice: is to notice desires as they arise and name them. That's a very good way to practice. But this way is it, it's sort of a shortcut. Right. Can I just sit with the discomfort of this moment? And it kind of lets all of the desire sort of stop for a moment. It's a way of just letting go of everything.
1: I'm just going to sit here and be miserable for a second. And sometimes I almost feel when I do it, like there's this, um, how do I even explain it?
0: It's like there's something that's been pushing behind me all day. And when I stop, I actually feel it kind of keep pushing for a little bit. The body sort of strains and stresses as those desires try to keep pushing forward. And then it's it's unpleasant. And then the whole system starts to relax. There's like the momentum shifts when we sit back and we start meditating. It's often why I actually think the first few moments of meditation can be very unpleasant. If any of you have ever noticed it, and I think it's often why people don't practice at home, because you sit down and meditate and boom, all of the stuff that you have been running away from in the body is right there waiting for you, the
1: exhaustion, the anxiety, the fears, the desires. And so I like to really make it a a part of the meditation practice
0: to explicitly in the mind acknowledge that I'm going to sit here and feel open up to unpleasant sensation in the body. I feel like actually I would encourage all of you to make that something you do in the first few moments when you sit on the cushion. What unpleasantness is here right now?
1: Okay.
0: And just short circuit that habit pattern right from the start. And can I be with it? Again, if you're in excruciating pain or experiencing a traumatic memory, no, get up. Switch <laughs> direction. But The rest of the time, it's
1: ordinary ordinary pain, to use a Stevie Wonder line. And there's so much value in it. There's so much freedom in it. And nobody, like,
0: nobody, when I introduced it, I've never had anybody be like, thank you for that awesome teaching on ordinary pain, right? It's not a thrilling
1: bit of spiritual advice, right? Sit here and feel uncomfortable. But I would say that over the arc of practice, it might be the most useful thing that I do on a daily
0: basis. And what I really like about it is that you don't have to be meditating to do it. You can sort of ask yourself in any moment, what's uncomfortable in this situation? What's uncomfortable right now? And the body's a great place to come to because it's where discomfort is felt, at least in my experience and most people I know, it's where it's most intense. You know, gross sights can be tough. Sort of blaring sounds can be pretty unpleasant. Bad smells can be pretty unpleasant, very unpleasant.
1: But those things tend to be more impermanent and tend to register in conscious awareness a little bit more. But the body stuff, it's so constant and it's so linked to our emotional system. So much of it is
0: internally generated that the value of coming back to the body is tremendous. Because not only do we slow down this process of running away, the big snowball forward, but we also start to gather really useful information about what is going on inside of us. You start to recognize the signatures of exhaustion and anxiety and desire and hostility. And then the mind can actually
1: begin to work appropriately with those feelings. So I'll stop there. And I'll see if we have thoughts, reflections, or questions.